From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. Results are due this week from the first round of tests of air quality near the Sterigenics plant in Smyrna. A 2018 report from the EPA showed that the Sterigenics plant there and BD Bard facility in Covington have for years been emitting a carcinogenic gas at levels high enough to produce an elevated risk of cancer in those communities. The EPA posted that report online, but never sounded the alarm to people who live near the plants. Well, in July, of this year, Andy Miller of Georgia Health News and Brenda Goodman of WebMD broke the story. Reaction from citizens groups has been robust, and Andy and Brenda join us for an update as a community air quality oversight meeting is preparing to meet in Smyrna at 11 this morning. Brenda, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having us. And Andy, great to have you back. Good to be here. All right. So public officials, of course, responding as well. And Greg Bluestein and his colleagues at the AJC have been following that story and calling for more. Greg is a regular on GPB's Political Rewind. Great to have you with us in the morning, Greg. Thanks for having me. So, Andy, I'm going to start with you because your reporting really did set off a firestorm among residents and affected communities, regulators and lawmakers <clears throat> at all levels now involved. So quick fact check here. The EPA, EPA report predicted effects of exposure to toxin. This was not a measurement of chemicals in the air here in Georgia or other parts of the country. So do we have an accurate measurement of how much ethylene oxide this chemical is in the air here? Well, we don't, Virginia, and uh, that's part of the drive for independent air testing, not only in Smyrna, but in Covington, uh, to find out what what is out there. And also, there's a drive to figure out what, how much ethylene oxide is, is everywhere, not just in these particular areas, but in downtown Atlanta, Macon, rural Georgia, whatever. And we don't really have a good grasp of, of what the levels are. So some actions are being taken on that, which I'll get to in just a minute. But Brenda, first, your degree is in science and environmental reporting. So drawing on your expertise there, what does having this toxin, ethylene oxide, in the air, what does that mean for the health of residents on the ground? Well, as you might imagine, it's not good. Um, it's a toxic, toxic, toxic gas, so it's um, toxic to your DNA. It's a mutagen um, and it, what that means is that when it comes into contact with your DNA, it can scramble it and cause cancer. And it does this in very small amounts, very tiny amounts. And it looks like this exposure in the communities has been happening for decades. So part of your reporting was trying to get some figures on or, or data on incidences of cancer in these census tracts that were outlined in the EPA report. Did you find anything conclusive? Well, the federal government has modeled some emissions data that was self-reported by the companies and based on the federal government's modeling um, in the Smyrna, Fulton, Cobb area, it's kind of a um, an unincorpor unincorporated area of Cobb County where the sterogenics plant is. There are about 70 cases of cancer um, for every 1 million people exposed over the course of their lifetime, and that exposure is, they estimate, due to ethylene oxide. Um, in the Covington area, it goes up to 170 cases for a million people exposed over the course of their lifetime. So compared to averages, what is that? So the EPA gets concerned about cancer risk from uh, from an environmental chemical um, when it's over a um, uh, hundred in a million cases exposed over the course of their lifetime. Okay. Um, so it's so averages one in three of us will get cancer in our lifetimes. It's very common, um, and this is in addition to that lifetime risk that we have. And it's because it's from pollution. It's something that 
we should be able to control. So, Andy, you mentioned there are air quality tests being called for. Smyrna, Atlanta, and Cobb County have teamed up to pay GHD services to install monitors to measure this toxin and others in the air. This is the same company that performed independent tests near another sterogenics plant, this one near Chicago. So at this point, the company has about a week to analyze the data. Why only a week? Well, it, it's interesting. They did take... Uh they did take samples, but we know that while they took samples, the sterogenics plant was shut down. So what they're going to be sampling is really air that would be normally there. I mean, there might be some residue uh, from emissions from sterogenics. So uh, the residents of that community really are going to have a hard time figuring out what was in the air a year ago or five years ago. Uh, Sterogenics is now working on some improvements to its processes to, to reduce the amount of ethylene oxide it releases. And they hope to get that done by sometime next month, and then the plant will reopen. So the, the Sterogenics says that it is closed down for construction in order to upgrade its emissions mechanisms. But this is just as the mm-hmm. air monitors are going up. And Greg, you reported that Governor Kemp was not happy with that timing. What happened there? Yeah, this was about as scathing as a comment I've seen from Governor Kemp's official office since he was, took office in January. Um, the governor's office said that the company has not uh, operated with adequate transparency. And because of that, they inexplicably... And that's a strong word they use. Inexplicably, state officials were afforded almost no time to vet its feasibility before the company announced these plans. So the governor's office is very upset that they didn't get a chance, that state environmental regulators didn't get a chance to see if the plan to shut down the plant and install these new pollution controls was actually going to do what the company said it would do. It was a pretty blistering criticism there. And Governor Kemp did meet with Sterogenics executives. This was shortly after the story broke. The AJC reported that the company failed at that time to disclose a leak and an evacuation of the plant that happened shortly before. What, how did you discover that at AJC and what happened? Yeah, I think uh, one of my colleagues, Maris Lutz, got a tip about it, went to the state environmental department and, and told them about it. And they told the governor's office about it, which sparked a very strong reaction. Um, essentially, they sent a team of, of hazardous response team to go investigate the plant right after that. The governor's office was, was um, from what I understand, furious that at this meeting where all the cards are supposed to be on the table, everyone was supposed to speak frankly and honestly and transparently about what was happening, um, that they had not disclosed this this previous link, the leak, I should say. And this also came a day after the governor said he would not use any of the state powers to shut down the plant. So I think the governor saw this as a betrayal of trust and a betrayal of transparency. What's that going to do? This revelation to do to the governor's relationship with the company that he was praising for turning things around. Exactly. I mean, when he started this, uh, this was the company that voluntarily agreed to, to sign a consent agreement, whereas uh, the, the, the company BD Bard uh, that operates the other plant that we're, we're, we're going to talk about later um, did not initially signed any sort of consent agreement. So this was the company, Sterogenics, that the governor had upheld as the model. And then, as it turned out, now he's furious with them for not disclosing as much as they should have. Yeah, we'll get to B.D. Bard in just a minute, but we're getting an update on the response in general to a story of high levels of ethylene oxide. This is a toxic gas emitted from a sterogenics plant in Smyrna and B.D. Bard plant in Covington. Andy Miller of Georgia Health News and Brenda Goodman of WebMD broke the story. Greg Bluestein has been following the political side of the issue for the AJC. They're all speaking with us about it this morning. 
Well, okay. So the Governor Kemp sent in state regulators to check things out. And in fact, part the, the governor announced the investigation by retweeting your tweet, uh, Greg. So how is that state investigation into sterogenics going now? I mean, we're not sure. We haven't had an update, uh, at least a formal update of that state investigation yet. But what the governor's office has said is that it is throwing um, a team of, of, of investigators into looking at what happened um, and why and, and namely why it wasn't reported. All right. To be clear, Sterogenics did not have to disclose the leak mm-hmm. because it was not at mandatory reporting level. But the company could have chosen to, certainly. Okay, so let's get on to Covington. The other plan emitting ethylene oxide. This is BD Bard in Covington. Now, Governor Kemp demanded that it clean up its act. So what is going on there? Do you have an update for us? Well, we know that the city of Covington is planning independent testing this week. And uh, it's got a different company doing the testing. Uh, The activists who are against ethylene oxide in that area are fairly pleased with the process so far in terms of testing. They they hope to see a weak results of uh, how much emission is coming out. And and I, I think it'll be interesting to compare that testing to the testing in Smyrna. Yeah, because it's, as Brenda mentioned earlier, the, the census tracts indicate much higher cancer levels in those places, correct? Correct. So it, it, now this plan in B.D. Bard in Covington also had a leak a couple years back, but this was before the EPA had reclassified ethylene oxide as a a highly carcinogenic chemical. So what happened then and and what's the risk for leaks now? Who wants to pick that up? Brenda? Uh, Well, I I don't know about the the leak at B.D. Bard, but um, one thing that's been really concerning about these plants is that in the 1990s, they were allowed to disconnect something called the back vents from their chambers, from their pollution controls. And so we know for years they have been emitting straight to the atmosphere um, ethylene oxide because they have not had to have these back vents from their chambers connected. So that's a constant daily, every single cycle kind of thing. Um, It's not just a one-time leak. So what kind of tests are being conducted in the Covington area? They're just taking air quality measurements. Right. They're taking, they're using something called SUMA canisters. Um, they look a little bit like a big basketball. They're silver. Um, and they, uh, you can set them to draw air in at a certain rate. Um, and they take them back to a lab and they undergo very um, strenuous testing to find very tiny amounts of this chemical. Now, Andy, you reached out to citizens in Smyrna and Covington for your reporting. What did you hear back from residents there? You know, they were uh, surprised. They were absolutely surprised about what these plants were actually doing when we first talked to them. Secondly, they were surprised that the fact that they didn't know about what they were doing, the, the fact that the state and really federal regulators hadn't informed them of the potential dangers. Uh, we're hearing that they're concerned about their health, their neighbor's health, if there's a cancer in their family or their neighbor's family. They're also concerned about their home values. And in Smyrna, we, we've seen that there's uh, quite a bit of angst about home values going down as a result of uh, these reports. Right. So the, the oversight committee meeting is open to the public, scheduled for 11 o'clock today. This is at the Magnolia Room of the Smyrna Community Center, 200 Village Green Circle. So open. Greg, this story has so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. I know all three of you are going to keep covering it. But from a political perspective, what are you watching to see how it unfolds? I've been intrigued by the different p- political reactions around sterogenics. Mostly Democratic lawmakers have all called for the plant to be shut down and new pollution controls to be installed. It's about a dozen employees there. 
But over in Covington, where it employs, it's the second or third largest private employer in, in the counties. It's a much bigger part of the of the county's economy. Bipartisan lawmakers, for the most part, have not called for it to be shut down, but instead called for more testing. So it's very interesting, uh, different responses there. So I'll be watching to see what actually happens with these calls. How about you and Andy, Brenda? What kind of questions do you still have that you would love to see answered? We're really intrigued by the pretty high ambient levels they've been finding at the, the South DeKalb monitoring site that's supposedly nowhere near any industrial emissions of ethylene oxide. So we're wondering, where is it all coming from? Um, so we're, we'd be really interested to get those questions. And Andy, watching people uh, mobilizing in Smyrna and Covington, what does that response really look like? It's it's incredibly grassroots and and in some cases it's it's really important topics that they're discussing. Uh, the Smyrna group has scientists who are community members who are looking at this issue and the fact that the permit application by Sterigenics to make these changes they're they're really digging deep into what's happened some of the flaws and the in the perhaps gaps in that application. I, I think people have really come up to speed very fast on what this gas is and what it can do to their communities. Andy Miller of Georgia Health News, thank you so much for speaking with us. Great to be here. Brenda Goodman of WebMD, thank you again. Thank you, Virginia. They broke the story back in July that plants in Covington and Smyrna have been, for a number of years, emitting a toxic gas. Greg Bluestein has been following the political side of the story, among other things, for the AJC. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right, you can join the conversation on our Facebook group, GPB Radios on Second Thought. Do you live near the Sterigenics or BD Bard plants? Are you worried about the air you breathe? Are you taking measurements, putting up air filters, other kinds? of interventions. Leave us your comment on our Facebook page and we may just read it on the air. You can also reach us on Twitter at OST Talk. Email us at onsecondthought at gpb.org or leave us a message at 404-500-9457. Stay with us for more of On Second Thought.